0: We're here to listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies.
1: Welcome to Banter Buddies episode 14. Hello, hello, hello. It's the show featuring us, Cuckoo Kangaroo. you have come to the right place, and uh, we're excited to do another episode of the show. I am Neil. With me today, as always, Good friend Brian, Brian, hello. How are you, Neil? Hi. Am, am I your co-host or yeah. am I your assistant? Uh, definitely co-host. Uh, I feel like you know we have uh, you know this is a this is a joint venture here. And if you were just my assistant, I feel like assistants don't get a microphone, is what I feel. Right? I mean, you you have a mic, so that you you are a level above assistant, I believe.
2: Yeah, I haven't actually listened to the podcast though. But do you put this mic recording into the podcast?
1: Um, it, it depends on the week. Some days, you know, some weeks, you know, some shows are better than others. Um, sometimes I'll use, I'll just go on YouTube and, and pick up a different interview, and uh, you know, just have someone else's voice just splice in there. it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's sometimes it's more interesting that way. And you know, the fans of this podcast know what those episodes are. Um, they, they know where to look. Um, they know for those. But <laughs> this you one know, doesn't
2: have Brian on it, guys. Finally, we can uh, listen this week.
1: I think that this one will mostly be you, though. Okay, I hope that's all right with you. I think I think I will leave. I'll leave. I'll leave you in for most of this, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. tell me a projection.
2: Why is it? Tell me. Tell me what you feel is synonymous between me and sandwiches.
1: Yeah, today's today's um, you know topic is sandwiches, and you know I, I don't know. I think anytime food is um, is is related to the topic, um, you know that's a lot of what we write our songs about. I feel like that is kind of when we are at our best, and uh, and, and today you know sandwiches. Talking about new kinds of sandwiches, much like our pizza episode, you know, it's just, it's just, I think, where you and I shine together a lot. So, you know, I think that's just the main vibe I have for why this is going to be a good Brian episode.
2: Yeah, yeah, food. Now, we did kind of, we did mess up early in our careers by throwing out the all eat is pizza thing. It really throws kids anytime we do another food when they have to understand that like we do eat pizza all the time plus everything else you know what i mean so we'd eat your normal portion of pizza plus everything else so just yeah. a, it's just a it's just a portioning really game it's a portioning game so
1: yeah yeah we might we might um and we've been known to exaggerate from time to time and uh you know maybe stretch the truth a little bit so you know, the, the the kernel um in that song really is is true that you know we we do love pizza and we probably eat it more than most, but to say that we don't eat other foods that that's just that's just uh you know a little bit of a fib right there, so um we love sandwiches, we love ice cream we love um cake i mean there's lots of even stuff that we haven't written a song about yet, you know. There's there's lots of good stuff in there. Although again, we got a lot of the bases covered when you think about the Panera Bread record, um, you know. And there's just so many that that we've already done. So I don't know. Uh, there will Neil, be more. There Neil, will be more food Neil. songs. I just don't know where we go from here.
2: Neil, you've shot it down on the list before. But what about the 100 song album grub that we've been talking about?
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every
2: song about a different type of food 100 tracks what do you think could the fans handle it is each song 100 seconds oh no that's i think i think that's a thematic thing that we care about more than people care about
1: yeah and then we're getting more into like the you know lots of schools do like day 100 stuff you know, oh, that'd be fun. It, this isn't this isn't like the century album, right? This isn't this isn't all about one hundred. It's like we can't lean on that part. It's mo- we gotta stick to the food the food angle, really.
2: Maybe we just make the the grub album. Mm-hmm. We do all of our food songs. Yes. We do our best food songs that we can write in like eight months. We put them out there, right? And then we can always add to it, right? We can like, hey, we're gonna remix the ones that are out there. Pancakes for dinner, salad, pizza. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I don't know. I think it's good. I think or it could be a new kind of album for us. You know, we kinda take a little bit of the page of Kanye West Life of Pablo and it's just it's a living document, right? It's it's an album that always gets added to it when we get around to some more food songs and it's kind of a a document that's never complete. And it can be something that throughout our career we can just like toss songs onto the grub album, you know.
2: Was it that Kanye album cycle that we went you and I went to the movie theater together to watch the Madison
1: Square Garden? Live stream. That's right. Yeah. That was, was it that?
2: Was it that album, or was that? That was the, the album. Was it that was one of?
1: It was one of the release shows. It was one of the days where the album. It was like the album was out, but then it was still like being tweaked. But then it was like, all right, we got to get this done, and he did there a like big 16 release. Versions of waves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Madison Square Garden. He did like well, probably be more more really of a fashion show. It's really kind of a release of his. Like new line of clothing and shoes and stuff set to his new album. Like everybody was just like walking out and like posing on a big catwalk. Um, we should do that. That we was really fun. And, and they, yeah, Drive. like AMC feeders like streamed it. So we <laughs> we went to like we went, uh, we went, to, went like to like Eden Prairie or like Edina and watched it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. Neil. Uh,
2: Pam, my mother in law, she mm-hmm. listened to a couple episodes. Oh, she well, listened, that's nice. Shout-out she Pam. picked a couple. She gave a compliment. Right oh. in, um, And all she said was Wow you guys really know how to talk And yeah. I was like "That just fi- That's filling up my heart right now That's so nice So with that let's get into it Question this week The question of the week Woo. If you invented A new sandwich What would it be called and what would be on it Neil do you have your sandwich in your brain I do, you do. Wanna, Or do you want to jump right into the voicemail We kind of like hash it out later
1: Let's let's uh, let's do our sandwiches right here, and I think um, the one I have is is going to maybe come up uh, in different versions here um, as we do some of these calls. But I think we should do it really quick, quickly anyway. Do you mind if I go first? Is that okay, Neil?
2: It would make me very happy. Okay, okay.
1: It. So, um, you know, surprise to nobody, I'm a breakfast boy. I enjoy, uh, you know, breakfast the foods that happen in the a.m. Sometimes I eat them in the p.m. Whatever breakfast can be, whenever. Okay, um, let's not be normative here. Um, so, I and, and and listen, Cuckoo Kangaroo. One of one of our first songs, or an early Cuckoo Kangaroo song, is uh, called No Crust, and it is about peanut butter and jelly, and it's about cutting the crust off and uh so i'm going with a with a pb and j um sandwich and so the name of this pb and j sandwich is um it's very similar to uh you know just the standard name of pbj um but this this sandwich uh features raspberry jam filled french toast as the as the bread so I got. I had to change the name um, to uh, to the French words. So the French ways to say PBJ. So P and B is the same PB, but then J they say more like G. So PBG. Um, is uh, hopefully uh, my French is correct? Uh, Google Translate kind of told me that, so uh, please send in all uh, uh, you know uh, email uh, corrections on that to us. Um, so those are the those are the um, the bread, and then inside we have bananas, we have strawberries, we have peanut butter, of course. We, it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and then you know powdered sugar on the top, and then some syrup on the side if you want to get more sweetness and give a little dip in there. So yeah, the PBG uh, raspberry jam. French toast slices, bananas, strawberries, peanut butter, powdered sugar, syrup for dipping. That's my sandwich. That's what it's called. Gosh, you do love
2: powdered sugar.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just a nice. It's especially nice, yeah, on a French toast. I feel like that's the ultimate way for powdered sugar. I don't really know what else I would put it on, but I like it. I like it. So yeah, I know, very, but
2: whenever because we've talked about this before, you always order French toast. Sometimes mm-hmm, we well, you, mm-hmm. you've ordered French toast at breakfast things, but I'm always yeah.
1: surprised. I'm always
2: like hash browns. Let's go. Even though you wanted to open up a hash brown restaurant for a long time, that was like Yeah. yeah we, that was, on, that was in that the cards so much. for you
1: for a while. Yeah, still still could be, you know, but uh you know But I you have-
2: love the powdered sugar. You almost do like a little like maniacal like Put your hands together and you rub them and you go like, "That's mm, right, yum." When you see that's when right. you see the when you see the little powdered sugar on top, I can I'm envisioning you go like, mm,
1: "Yeah, yeah." That's that's really me. Anytime I open up the breakfast menu in general, it's just it all looks so good to me. I, you know, I do like to have a little sweet and savory, but if I had to pick one, it's just the sweet side. So that's what I did for my sandwich here the pbg um all right what's yours though brian what uh, i have okay. no, i have no now, idea where you're going with this uh, I love this could go peanut, in so many different and ways jelly
2: so much i love oh, it so much do we, so do we I, double I, up I, here nope nope i'm not gonna go there i'm gonna i'm gonna twist on the fly okay so we don't both peanut butter and jelly but i do want to give a nod it's getting to be strawberry season again that means going picking. With my mom going picking for strawberries, we used to pick as kids. She'd bring us kids. We'd pick a hundred pound of strawberries out in the field. That's a lot. And and then we'd we'd spend the whole day cutting them, peeling them, washing them, making jam. And then we would have her strawberry jam basically like the whole year. We would just consume it. Basically, we'd just like eat it on everything. But I'm I've gonna go somewhere. Else. If wonderful. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make. I'm a savory boy. I'm gonna make <laughs> a savory sandwich. Okay. I'm gonna do thinly sliced rye bread. Okay. Now this Ooh. basically like I could probably call this the like Brian as a kid would be mad about this sandwich. This is everything. <laughs> My tastes have changed so much that as a kid I wouldn't I wouldn't come near this sandwich. I wouldn't even come in the restaurant if they served this sandwich.
1: This so, is this is the evolution of Brian's sandwich. I know.
2: I definitely okay, we're going we're gonna go we're gonna go a marble rye bread, no doubt. Loving it. Now, my favorite bread is sourdough, but for this for the purposes, we're going rye bread here, okay? We're gonna do thin sliced honey smoked ham, okay? We're gonna do fake ham, okay, so we're gonna do faux ham. They do it really well, a lot of different places. <laughs> you know, I'm meatless, but it doesn't matter. I love ham. Mm, it's so good. Ham sandwiches are great. We're going ham, okay. We're gonna do two types of cheese. okay, We're gonna do a real sharp cheddar, okay? Like Ooh. a bite in there. And then we're going to do a smoked Gouda on there, right? But we're going to do both of them. We're going – they're going to be dairy-free, okay? So we're going to do – you know, they're going to be – it's a vegetarian sandwich. So you can you can do that. Now, we're going to put on – um We got to do the two different cheeses. All right. Now we're going to take some leafy greens. We're going to put those piled high, even though later on I'm going to say it's going to be a panini. So we're going to heat this up and the lettuce might get a little soggy, but that's okay. I like the crunch in there. Okay. (laughs) We're going to do a ground up, a ground up spicy mustard on there. Mmm. Yum. We're going to put tons of pickles on there and even kind of dunk a little bit of the bread in the pickle juice. Oh, yum. And then, um, uh, what am I missing? Oh, then we're going to put some sauerkraut on there. Oh, wow. Maybe if there's a round, we'll put a little sprouts, maybe some tomatoes, put the top of there on, give it a little heat, you know, so it's warm, it's rocking and rolling. And, um, I don't even know. I think we'll just call it the, the Brian on rye. That's what we're going to call it. Ooh. That's what I got.
1: Yeah. That, it that works, sounds
2: it amazing to me, but I wouldn't now. Here's the thing. I love sandwiches so much, but I'm eating the whole thing with a fork. I'm not even touching it with my hands. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I All like right, that that's a lot. That's what I have. You know, I like that. That is, that is, there are, there is a lot of ingredients on this thing. Yeah. This is going to be, this might be a mess. Is this thing going to, yeah, I mean, you like might, you're going to need, fork. you're going like to need that the... fork. Yeah. That fork is going to come in handy. Um, that is a lot. And it's very well balanced too. I like how you have, you know, you got meat, you got cheese, you got, you got the greens on there. you got got, uh, you know, you've got the, what'd you say, the, the, the mustard, you know, so this is a this is a very classic sandwich but uh, you know with lots of lots of interesting toppings on here uh, yeah there's the name there's got to be like a bry like r like like oh you there you go, like right there B a B, B- <laughs> dash dash n maybe you know the barai, I'm not sure we're, we're workshopping in here but there's a rye in the middle of your name you know yep, so with yep, this rye bread yep, we gotta yep. we gotta find a way to make that in there so there it's you go probably
2: the, it's the it's the faux ham on brian. Uh, some of that. No, no,
1: that's bad, it's bad. It's bad. Now, right. is that bad, is that Now, is that what they call the ham? Like, it's not like, uh, you know, it's just like, I'm trying to think of the other, other meats sometimes have like a different name for them. You know, yeah, I guess they'll you do say like, like Tofurky. They'll do chicken mm-hmm.
2: that won't have the I-N, the yes. E-N at the end. Yes, they'll be like exactly. chicken with an apostrophe
1: cheese with a z i
2: don't know who knows
1: that's what i'm wondering about the ham like it's just called fake ham or I maybe mean, it would just be called like hum Fuck. i like i like calling it fake i think it's i think it's more fun it's more fun pokes at it a little bit you know so. home is very funny to me too um Both. all right Both. cool well those are our sandwiches Neil, Hope you would like you those. eat my sandwich I would definitely, I would definitely, that what? sounds great It has I'm, pickles on it uh, Well hey, I, listen, this is this is the you know, the barai and or whatever the, um, you know, I gotta have it I gotta have at least a bite and I, you know again, I, I give you my pickles generally but, um, you know for, for certain sandwiches or whatever if it's just like in the mix with a lot of different things I can handle it, it's not like like I draw the line on an olive, like I wouldn't want an olive in there, that would, that would mess me up but sometimes I can handle the pickle and there's just a lot of other great stuff in here I want to have, I mean the two cheeses sound great um i don't know i would definitely give it a shot you know at, at oh, least to- smoked gouda is
2: so Ooh, good oh man, so fantastic.
1: good yeah so uh we'll, we'll i'll make just eat the sandwiches. whole reel
2: i'll eat the whole what do you call a, a cheese like a circle a little circle like a ream yeah. of cheese what like, yeah oh.
1: no a wheel i think you would call it a cheese wheel i'd eat that um, wheel i'm like a mouse <laughs> Eat that wheel up. Uh, well, we, we told you what our sandwiches are, and I'm excited to get into our calls today. We got a whole bunch from people with some good ideas for sandwiches, so Woo! let's let's uh, let's kick it off with caller number one. Hi,
3: Cuckoo Kangaroo. This is Kit and my
1: two sons, Harrison and Simon.
3: Where are we from?
4: Pittsburgh. And we
3: want to tell you about a sandwich we really like to eat at home. It's called the peanut butter and
4: grape sandwich. sandwich.
3: Peanut Butter and Grapes, it's creamy peanut butter.
4: sliced grape.
3: And you get this really neat little crunch, and the grape helps wash down all that ooey-gooey peanut butter. Yep. We think you'd really
1: like it. You should check it out.
4: Yeah.
3: All right. Let's say bye.
4: Bye, Tootho Kangaroo.
1: All right, Peanut Butter and Grapes. Peanut
2: Butter and Grape Kit. Harrison, Simon, what's up? What's happening? So Thanks for calling in. Go. Okay, Neil, this sounds this sounds like I like a little like I like a variation, right? It doesn't have to be nothing has to be extreme. Nothing yeah. has to be like this sandwich is made out of this. It's like no, yeah. let's just do a little twist. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. what are you choosing? You choosing? Uh, you choosing? Purple grapes, red grapes, green grapes. Where are you going?
1: Yeah, I like uh, I like a purple in my life. You know, I, I do like all of those grapes, but I think especially for this. Um, you know, I really want I really want those those purple grapes in here. Sometimes I feel like the green grapes maybe aren't as juicy um, sometimes. So you know, I definitely you know again like they said this is uh, this is going to help you wash it all down. So you really need that uh, that juicy um, stuff here. So yeah, I'd go with that. I don't know. Do you have a, do you have a great preference here, Brian? Uh, what, what do you think? I didn't know. Are the, the I didn't know the greens are less juicy. Uh, that's that just real? my opinion. That might just be the ones I'm having, but uh, I don't know. Now, this is somewhere they didn't talk about
2: bread, okay? Bread's so important. You and I, Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. differ with how we were growing up, all right?
1: I will always go for a wheat bread, and you, you're a white bread boy. Yeah, I'm I'm a white bread guy, but, uh, yeah, I like like lots of breads, but, uh, yeah, I'm typically going for the classic white bread, uh, you know, but, you know, when I'm making my French toast these days recently, I've been going with some more uh, grainy type stuff um so you know i've been dabbling in some other things but yeah typically i'm a white bread person more boring but whatever okay
2: we have creamy peanut butter i was raised on creamy peanut butter i was raised on Jif. i've traded now for like more the organic peanut butter that you have to really stir the oil in there but it's still creamy you Mm -hmm. you grew up creamy
1: yeah, same, definitely. Uh, you know, I didn't know the the ways of the crunch until uh, later on, maybe in college or something like that. You know, people go to college to experiment, and I had to experiment with crunchy peanut butter. Um, and uh, yeah, again, that's that's I, I like it as a as a switch up. But I'm with you. I'm, I'm sticking creamy. I'm going natural. I'm going with the with the stirred up stuff. Um, but yeah, if you want if you want to switch up, the the crunch is a nice different difference. And if you don't have something else in your sandwich with, for that crunch. Um, you know, which is already added here, uh, with uh, with this one here with, with the, the grapes. With the... Oh yeah, yeah. It is.
2: Especially if you get them like you didn't leave them in your fridge for like two weeks. Uh-huh. You know, they're going to be crisp. Okay, yep. but I love crunchy peanut butter so much. Every time I have it, but when I go to the grocery store to like pick up peanut butter, it's like my brain says, "Don't do that. Don't grab it. Don't." Yep. But I love it so. I need to retrain. I need to go to like some kind of retrain therapy to like get myself to choose. <laughs> To choose
1: crunchy, I don't know. That's right. All right. That's right. Well, thank All right. you guys for that call. Let's uh, let's keep it moving. Next one.
4: My name is Diego Ramos. I'm calling from Los Angeles. My sandwich would be called the Turfer. It would have tomatoes, tomatoes, pickles, mustard, ham, olives, bacon, cheese, chicken, pepperoni, and barbecue.
1: There it is, right there, Diego from LA. We don't have What's any up? calls from LA, Brian. I feel like it's it's way too big of a city, and they, and they don't call us. What's going on there? Is this the first ever caller from Los Angeles? Maybe, maybe. I mean, we have Travis from Riverside. He might be he might be soon, but you know, that's Do you think Travis from Riverside okay. that's like that's his full name? Maybe. Yeah, you're right. He's not he's not calling from Riverside. He is Riverside. Yeah, he lives
2: know. in like Washington State or something like that. So. Yeah,
1: but yeah, Diego sandwich here. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't quite get the name. He called it. He, I, I think he almost called it like a tofurkeys, like that, right? First ever. Let's play yeah. it here, uh, quick. Yeah.
4: My name is Diego Ramos. I'm calling from Los Angeles. My sandwich be called the first turfer.
1: For turfer. For, For turfer. turfer. For turfer. Love For the tur- turfer. name. <laughs> Love the name. For turfer. Yes, yes, and he's got it loaded up. I mean, he said tomato twice. Does that mean double tomato? Is 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 Diego a big tomato dude? Maybe Maybe tomato's the outside, I don't know, you
2: know. Oh, interesting. Yes, yes. But you know this you know this person's a risk taker. You Mm -hmm. know, if they're putting if he sounds like a a younger person, right? Right. I'm not saying he's not old like us. Like we're so old. Like Mm -hmm. we're so old. This person's young
1: trying tomatoes. I don't know, I didn't I didn't try tomatoes as a kid. I was scared. Same, same. I didn't like most vegetables, including tomatoes. Uh, I suppose that's controversial. Just might be a fruit, um, but uh, yeah, I, I was the same. I didn't want any of that stuff. I, you know, I just wanted just the the bare bones. And so, uh, yeah, it seems like Diego is uh, is is highly advanced for his age as far as his palate goes. So, oh, that's putting cool. mustard on there as a
2: kid, also. Bacon and pepperoni and chicken. Oh yeah! That's what's <laughs> don't up. forget,
1: don't forget the barbecue sauce at the end. This oh, is, that's... This, I'm sorry about that. This thing is sauced up right here, Brian. This is we got we got mustard and barbecue sauce. I, I, has that ever been done before? I feel like you're not supposed to do that. There might be like a there might be I've, an explosion. I,
2: I've never tried this before. Well, maybe I have, but I think this might be. I've never been down fancy sauce. Like I don't really. I don't jive with mayo, and so the mayo ketchup thing I'm not really down with, even though a lot of people love it. But maybe this is combining my two favorite things. Why haven't I ever thought about combining mustard and barbecue sauce? Like, I love barbecue sauce. Oh, so good. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this tonight. I'm going to combine them.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it would be a cool experiment. And, uh, you know, if you like it or if you don't like it, you just got to let Diego know because he invented this idea.
2: Oh, I'm gonna, I'm going I'm gonna tell him what's up. Okay, this <laughs> morning for breakfast we had pancakes, Ooh. and um, and Gus usually puts peanut butter on top of his pancakes, and then he like dips them in like usually like syrup or like agave or stuff like that. Wow! But not today. He wanted to put pickles on top of his peanut butter pancakes and then dip them into honey and he ate them all i was like i it's it was messing me up a little bit but it's like i think it's gonna take things like diego things like gus things like that to like really like push the boundaries of me to like open up my flavor profile
1: yeah and and he was inadvertently prepping you for this recording today right ready to go like just getting you into the you know different kind of things all going together and accepting it as being all right All right, Diego, thanks for calling. That was so fun. Call back in again.
2: All right.
3: Hey, guys. Travis from Riverside, California. My sandwich is called Indiana Jones Temple of the Forbidden Rye. Uh, I named it that, obviously, because it's on rye bread. Though sometimes I go off uh, script and use some Dave's Killer Bread Sprouted Grain Bread. Uh, I call it that because, of course, it's on rye, but also it has uh, booby traps of deliciousness instead of peril. Now, I get most of my ingredients from Trader Joe's, or Trey J's, as we call it in the streets. And so I use their new uh, vegan caramelized onion spread. Uh, I throw on some alfalfa sprouts, the sprouted ones from the jar, of course. Uh, some dill pickle mustard, bread and butter pickles, a half an avocado. I chop up a date on there, some olives, and, of course, about five slices of tofurkey with a touch of Kansas City barbecue sauce. Uh, speaking of Indiana Jones, I was wondering, what's your guys' uh, favorite Indiana Jones movie? That's always kind of a personality test, I think. Uh, a lot of people go with Last Crusade, and I definitely don't fault them on that. For me, it's Temple of Doom, just because when I was a kid, that was the one I had on VHS. I used to watch it over and over and over with uh, Mola Ram. Um, and also, last thing before I get out of here, rewatching the Wi-Fi video. It's my favorite song other than Local Bowling League. Uh, two questions from that. When you guys filmed at that Panera Bread, were the employees there cool with it? Did you have to get clearance beforehand, or were you guys just kind of uh, filming at Rogue Stats, and they didn't know what was going on? And two, uh, Neil, what kind of Jordans are those in that video? All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Um, Bye.
2: Whoa, Travis. Just super sonic. He, like, sped it. I think he, like, sped up his recording. Whoa, he's going hard, Neil.
1: Yeah, he was uh, he was ready to go. I like that. We we appreciate the energy. And, I'm gonna uh, eat the this sandwich, Neil. Are you gonna eat this sandwich? Wow, that's a lot of stuff I gotta get. I mean, we do have trejés here too um, in Minnesota, so I feel like we could actually get all these things. Uh, the, the spread is what is is, is sounding good to me. Caramelized onion spread. You know, I don't know. I feel like that is something I would like to try. Do like a caramelized onion. I've just never had it as a spread. So that is what I'm most intrigued by here. But yeah, all this. Yeah, that stood out
2: out for me too. That's the number one thing.
1: olives i just can't do it. it's one of my like just i just i just can't get there with it i would That's even put the pick- for you that again i would like. even put the pickles on here just just for travis just a shout out to travis but um the, I, i'd have to go without the olives but yeah the rest of it sounds pretty good especially the date i love a date i love a like a um yeah, a raisin or uh you know a cranberry uh dried cranberry or whatever so i feel like a date is right in that vibe and so I, dates I like are so
2: underrated
1: Dates are yeah.
2: it's it's a it's a subtle thing. You have them like a fig too. You just don't. It's not your first yes.
1: grab, but it should be. Yeah, I like all that. So this sounds great. I really like. Um, obviously, the Indiana Jones theme here is fantastic. I mean, booby traps of deliciousness. That is that's that's a great phrase. You know, you didn't think you'd hear that today. Um, so I really like the thought that went into this and to really theme it out. Um, so I appreciate Travis. I mean, he always goes above and beyond, and uh, you know, this call was. It was no no different, of course. So a lot, you know what of stuff Travis
2: here. could do to even set it a little even like hint above, it could have oh. been not Indiana Jones, it could have been Indiana Joe's oh. temple. <laughs> and then therefore with the Kansas City barbecue sauce that you got it as it was once called Oklahoma Joe's, but you get Joe's uh Roadside uh, Kansas City barbecue sauce that you throw on there on top of that. That would be a next level. You and I love Kansas City barbecue. We love going to Kansas City. It's so much fun.
1: That's funny you took it there because it's right in here. I thought you were saying Trader Joe's because that's also. Oh, in I didn't there. think about that. Oh, yeah, Trader <laughs> there's Joe's. Two, yeah. There's two Joe's. I was thinking in about here. Joe's,
2: the barbecue spot.
1: Yeah, Indiana Joes with the and Z the tr- and the traitor of the forbidden rye. There we go. That's what it will be. Uh, but that's cool. And then yeah, asking about uh, asking about the Wi Fi video. Uh, <laughs> thanks for watching our Panera Bread uh, videos. That's cool. Yeah, we did a song about Wi Fi and going into Panera to uh, use the Wi Fi, and uh, we shot the video in in a couple different Panera Breads, and they were cool with it. You know, we were uh, we kept it chill. We didn't like perform the song necessarily in the Panera Bread. We did that in like the park. Lot so we didn't really create a scene or anything. We were just there, and you know we didn't have like a big camera. It was like a iPhone or a GoPro or something like that. So we, we kept a low profile, and I think that really helped us out um, when kind of covertly shooting the shooting the song, shooting the video in there. So I, we didn't have any problems. Did we? No one really said anything, right? It was just just simple.
2: Yeah, I think there was a okay. So Nick Abdo and his brother Kenny Abdo and his son Nico Abdo, but Nick like directed it and put it together. He did. What else did he do? He's he was. Uh, he's done leftovers. some bubble wrap. Wrap. He did yeah. Uh, leftovers. Yeah, leftovers with the puppets. He made the puppets. He did all the stuff. Anyways, but he. We were wearing like Google glasses with Philip. We had a lot of things that he wanted to make it more covert, like in ordering and stuff like that. And some oh, of yeah. them didn't work and he was mad and he wasn't gonna let us release this but we convinced him we convinced him finally <laughs> nick 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 cares so much that's why we love him so much you know he cares so much about that but i don't that's know you were in jordans what jordan's are you yeah wearing I, had, are you uh, I had you always wearing
1: jordans pretty much always yep i had some uh jordan threes on that day i just looked at the video quick to see what it was and uh yeah they're like the black and red and and uh, silver one, the bread as they call it, because they're black and red. They call them bread. Um, so yes, so those was rocking. Appreciate you looking at the shoes and looking at the Wi-Fi video, Travis. Neil, you're always Dave's the best.
2: killer bread. That's what he shouted out here. Oh, sprouted yeah. grain. Uh, Dave's Dave's uh, Dave's killer bread. Marine. My mom has been um, on Dave's killer bread forever for a long time, trying to push it on all the family members. Finally, once we all got on and started eating Dave's Killer Bread all the time, I was like, oh, listen to the whole podcast on- uh I was going
1: to say, I remember you telling me how to listen to the podcast. Was this How I Made This? Is that what it yeah, was? Yeah, How
2: I Made This with Guy Raz. Yeah. Roz. Yep, yeah. Yep. Dave Dave was on there, told his whole story, things like that. My mom didn't want to listen to it. No interest. <laughs> I'm like, you've been pushing Dave's this, is this for step? so long. <laughs> Just
1: press play. Listen in the car. Let's go. Oh, that's funny. Oh,
2: uh, yeah uh what else did we say i'm uh i'm temple of doom last crusade gets a little weird for me but yeah
1: oh yeah i don't really know uh, necessarily which one is which too much not i need to brush up on my indie but yeah i think uh the second one that's temple of doom i believe i think that's the one for me as what well.
2: if what if we came out and said uh the crystal skull No, what's number five yeah. what's the kingdom one? of
1: the crystal skull yes
2: that would just maybe maybe that would sink everybody's fandom in us, you know? They're like,
1: "What a <laughs> terrible choice!" That's a joke, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. All right, here we go, Travis. Thanks, Travis. Thank, you. Thank you, appreciate it.
2: I'm
4: from Rhode Island, and my name's Abby. And
1: this is Ryan,
4: and we're both from Rhode Island.
3: What's your sandwich called?
4: My sandwich is a burrito sandwich with all red red pepper. Inside with cheese on top and beans.
1: All right. All right. Bye. All right, Addie with the big long bye at the end. She seemed young, but she knows how to uh she knows how to sign off when she calls into banter buddies, Brian.
2: Yeah. Addie and Ryan, what's up? What's up, Rhode Island? Yo, had to get
1: Rhode Island in here, Brian. Great place. That's awesome.
2: Yeah. Well, all those people we went to college with, all the, the Gorgon crew, they're all from Rhode Island. That's now we that's know right. all these people from Rhode Island.
1: We've been all over Rhode Island.
2: Yeah, and, we know like uh, ten
1: people from Rhode Island now and that's like like a fifth of the population, so we're just getting there. And half of Harry and the Potters lives there. You know, we got you that's know what I mean. Uh, we have so many friends from Rhode Island, more than we do people in Minnesota. I know. It's so
2: many. Okay. We're talking, okay. Neil, you, how do, how do I have the toddlers,
1: but you can understand this toddler language? Uh, burrito assuming, sandwich. Is that what yeah, you got? Burrito sandwich. I think that's what's happening. Um, but maybe not. Maybe Eddie can follow up if uh, we got that wrong. Uh, but that's what it seemed like she was saying. Okay. Burrito sandwich. Great.
2: So like is it's a burrito and then you're putting, are we going to get sandwich critical here? Are we putting bread on top of the burrito?
1: It was hard. I mean, she did say inside. So I feel like maybe maybe this is more of a, yeah, more of a wrap situation, more of a tortilla. Because, um, yeah, I didn't hear bread in there, just like stuff that goes inside and then things that go on top. Because you said cheese goes on top. Oh, and then yeah. Beans at the end. So again, I think we're talking burrito here with the cheese and the beans good and and i'm down with that because i think
2: in the sandwich category on restaurants it's like wraps have been around for so long it's like just combine them all it's just like yeah. they're all sandwiches right one totally. might be in a tortilla one might be on bread but they're all sandwich to me i'm a combiner i'm i'm going to be the i'm going to be the middle ground here and be like this is a sandwich no bread needed
1: yeah, yeah, I like that. It's sort of uh, maybe something of a deconstructed sandwich, you know. And uh, again, we're, we're feeling free here to uh, expand the definitions of uh, these things. And uh, that's what this is all about. We're, we're creating new um, types of, of sandwiches and types of ex- food experiences here. You can't just stay in the box. You have to, it, it, a lot of things have already been done, okay, to this point. So in order to create something that's truly new, you, you might have to get freaky with it. And I feel like Addie did that here olives, peppers, um, in side and then yes cheese on top beans maybe that's on top too again it's a burrito sandwich it could be a lot of things
2: oh so nice okay neil we're we're going beans here are you picking black beans are you picking pinto beans are you picking brown are you picking refried where are you going
1: i'm all brown um or excuse me oh black sorry the black beans uh when i get my burrito at uh, at, at chipotle um but maybe i should get uh, go over to the brown side a little bit uh, that's more like the like the baked beans is that what you mean I, uh, I think they're, I think they serve, it's pinto beans, right? Isn't okay, they, yeah, I, No, no, no. It's yeah, not pinto. They're white. I don't even know. There's two different kinds of beans you can get, but yeah, I like those. What's 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 your bean of choice, Brian? Yeah, coffee? I like I love black beans. I
2: make I make my own black bean burgers and stuff, so I'm doing it. But the beans, Yum. okay, in at camp a long time ago, when I ran that Y camp. We used to sing this like uh pinto bean pinto bean oh there are pinto bean something and then like you threw it around to be like people would come up with every single kind of bean uh-huh. so we would like as counselors we would research like all
1: the beans <laughs> oh so they you had know? to be real i see yeah yeah we'd
2: even do coffee bean cocoa L- bean jelly yeah. bean all lima. these kind of beans lima like, bean. yeah lima but we it was like man we got to stretch this song so we got to research all the different kinds of beans but uh-huh. i knew them all on the top of my head way back when but they've they've since left
1: I thought Jeez. the camp chair was going to involve like a fart joke, you know, like a tooting thing, like beans make you toot, like type of thing, you know.
2: Well, there's those two, but uh, beans, beans, that's...
1: a magical fruit. The more you eat them, the more you toot.
2: That's a good. That's good. everybody I mean, knows that that's um That's classic. That's not, that's not a camp song. That's just a proverb. You know what I mean? Yep. Like that's yep. that's life. So that's it's truth. So okay, cheese on top. Not enough. Um, not enough spots are uh, doing a, grilling the burrito and putting a little cheese on top. That's that's special.
1: Yeah, I really like that. Addie's got it going on. Appreciate the call. Addie and Ryan, Rhode Island, is cool. Let's keep it going. What's next?
0: Hi, this is Lars from Oakland, California, currently living in Missoula, Montana, but that's not important. My sandwich is called the Daryl. How do you make a Daryl, you ask? You take two slices of that fresh, delicious banana bread. What do you do next? You get a jar of honey and you squeeze that flavor all over that fresh, hot, sticky banana bread. Then what do you do next? You get some peanut butter, and finally you add, this is the crazy part, some Doritos. And when you're walking around eating, ooh, when you're walking around eating it and everyone says you make bad choices, you say, I don't, because I take BP medicine for my blood pressure, and I run, so I can eat like a hog. By the way, slow clap deserves a long clap. Bye.
1: All right. That Lars in the house. All right. This doesn't get any better than a, than a Lars call, Brian.
2: MC Lars call. Man, I think Missoula's getting to Lars's head a little bit. So
1: Yeah, yeah. This the is Daryl. Okay,
2: now we're flipping it on its head. This is delightful because um, we're using a different type of bread. Banana uh-huh. bread is pivotal, but we're going to draw a line in the sand here, Neil. Does your banana bread include chocolate chips or not?
1: Uh I I would prefer it to have chocolate chips in it but it's delicious either way you know I'm not picky about it. to me it is all about the banana but I I do like a chocolate chip in there from time to time Brian that, that is, I do believe that makes it better is that a controversial opinion to you
2: It is it is Oh yeah we have I felt that like we it. have that uh we have that uh, debate a lot of times in our house when we're making bananas making mm-hmm. banana bread but now mm-hmm. see I like You know how people are like, oh, save that banana for banana bread. I like a banana super spotty, maybe even almost brown. The bananas you would use for banana bread, like that's the type of banana I want to eat. So sometimes we don't ever get to the banana bread because I'll just take those bananas down.
1: Yeah, it's mush, mush central right there. Are you going to ripe banana? I can't remember. Do you like? No, you got to, you got to go. Uh, you got to, especially for banana bread. You know, I like a, I like a middling banana, I like a, a properly ripe right in the middle uh, kind of banana, not too green, not too brown. But um, for banana bread, it's I feel like it's got to be a, a softy. It's got to be a mushy, older banana. That's just how it goes. Um, I feel like that you get the best flavor and you get the best uh, maybe consistency there. You don't want chunks, right? So, um, so yeah, banana bread is. A, I don't think anybody else is going to be calling with a banana bread, uh, you know, sandwich here, Brian. That's. That's, that's unheard of, really, to make a sandwich out of banana bread. It's more of like a dessert. It's more of a thing you get at like a pastry, uh, like a bakery or something like that, just to eat like one slice of or something like at uh, Starbucks. But to have it on a sandwich, that is, that is beyond. And, and I'm, I'm glad that, that uh, someone brought that up here today. What kind of Doritos do you think Lars is putting on this? Well, knowing him, he isn't picky about it. You know, he would just grab any type of uh, Doritos and put them on there. You know, I, I feel like he would be delighted to have, you know, something, you know, a, a new flavor, a crazy flavor of, of Doritos. Some like, you know, super spicy chili sauce, you know, Doritos or something like that. But obviously, when you just hear Doritos, you just think of the classic, you know, nacho cheese. Oh, you went right there. See, that's what I was wondering. So, okay, hey, we're, I'm just I'm playing it out. We're We're hanging
2: out with Lars. We're hanging out at the back of the venue. He's making up some sandwich. He does some weird thing where he puts the honey on before the peanut butter. That makes no sense. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, and then he's like, hey, guys, Cool Ranch or Doritos. And you, I mean, Cool Ranch or Nacho Cheese and you'd go Nacho Cheese.
1: Yes, yes. Okay. I think I think I
2: would go. I want the spice of the cool ranch.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. But really, again, you know, going back to the the, the, the first call. It's about the crunch. Yeah. So yeah, the crunch. really, it's just you know a lot of people I feel like are into the yeah put uh, put chips on your sandwich. You know, maybe some uh, more of a basic you know sort of a you know ruffle or something like that. You know, just a potato salty potato chip. But Doritos, banana bread, peanut butter. Wow, Lars. This is. This is something else. This might be the craziest sandwich of the day. So uh, now, we pre- La- Oh, yeah. Sorry. Finish that up. No, nah, I was going to say we appreciate him calling because it's always a treat to get a Lars call.
2: Always a treat. I don't think, Lars, you're making bad choices. It's no. not as bad as the choice you made when we were touring in the UK. And uh, <laughs> Lars is like, I'm trying to watch my sugar intake. And so every morning when all of us would get just a coffee and maybe a breakfast sandwich, Lars would get a coffee. Put creamer in there, then buy a lion candy bar, crunch it up, and put it inside of it to drink. Is put that too much? Am I outing bar- him a
1: little bit? No, I was going to say. I was hoping you would get all those details right. And yeah, he put the candy bar into his beverage and just just went for it. That's he, that's this kind of guy. No see. pictures. No pictures. No <laughs> pictures. Yeah, he didn't want us to tell anybody. So here we are on our podcast talking about it. It only happened once. Okay, we'll just say that. Yeah. It did not. It, it definitely a treat. didn't happen multiple treat. times. It was just a treat. It was just a one day thing. <laughs>
2: Lars, what a special human. Thanks for calling in, bud.
1: Hey, Brian and Neil. I'm really hungry.
3: I invented a new type of sandwich. It's Dave's calling from Ontario. All right, here's the type of sandwich. Bread and maple syrup. But unlike the traditional sandwich, you put the bread on the inside. I guess you could say it's kind of like one of the songs on your new album.
1: Ticky, hicky, slow clap. Dave. Dave, Dave with a slow clap. You got to end the call with a slow clap. I heard a little bit in the background there, Dave. Appreciate it.
2: All right, all right. Ontario, what's up, Dave? Okay, so Dave's just going
1: bread, syrup. That's it, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and the syrup's not on the inside, so you put two pieces of bread together, and then I think you like drizzle syrup on like the top and on the bottom.
2: That's great, and then it's all probably a challenge. You know, it's like, hey, you can't use a fork with this. I would fork that definitely, but
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that's definitely yeah. It's very much at this point we're we're not too far away from just like French toast. It's basically uncooked French toast um, here. That yeah, you got to have it with a fork. Uh, I believe Dave uh, does a podcast called the Pandemi. Wait, um, is this that, Pandemi, Dave? I, I think it might be. I just I am I'm recognizing the voice a little bit. He was a Canadian as well. Um, so I think, yes, you can check out Dave's, uh, uh, show pandemic, which is just about different people and how they dealt with the pandemic. And we were guests, um, like a month or two ago. So you can, uh, you can check that out. We'll link to our uh, show, uh, episode in the show notes here. So what you can, a, uh, click what a that.
2: podcast, what a podcast host <laughs> that Dave is incredible,
1: yeah. incredible energy. Yes, really, really good. Pandemi. Uh But yes, he's, he's keeping it simple here, too. That's the thing is, you know, uh, you can have a big wild sandwich with all the stuff on it, or you can have a pretty interesting sandwich just by keeping it simple. And uh, that's what Dave did here.
2: I do like challenges, though. I like this about like, hey, this is going to be a fun sandwich. You're going to get messy, right? There's going to be yeah. maple syrup all over it. Just get ready. It's going to go everywhere. Just like have fun with it, right? Sometimes you just got to embrace it. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. growing up, Neil, my favorite thing to do would—I'd take two pieces of bread, I'd put an insane amount of cheese on the inside, I would <laughs> microwave it for about like a minute twenty. <laughs> I'd let it cool down. The cheese probably was like on fire on the side, and then yeah. i would eat it. that's it. Just a, cheese just a sandwich.
1: Big, just a big gloopy, melted, you know. Just just that, again, that's a fork. That's a fork situation there, right? That's you have to.
2: I ate so much cheese as a kid. It, it's like mind <laughs> bath. It's like mind boggling now to think yeah. back. Yeah, so that, much that, cheese.
1: That's why you are the way you are now. You avoid you avoid the dairy.
2: I ruined I ruined <laughs> myself. I ruined my gut. That's it's so fun. It.
1: That's so fun. All right. Thanks, Dave, for the call. Next, call.
4: My sandwich is called the taste Bud Awaker. It like makes your taste buds like wake up all of a sudden and then like when you taste all the stuff i'm gonna talk about it's like a a blow so like it's on the top there's a heel of sourdough and then there's syrup a donut a pancake a cookie cheese it, and the middle of sourdough uh and when it gets microwaved, it is, it like, all of the stuff kind of melts and combines together. Now you definitely wouldn't want to make this at home. Cause in real life, this would taste pretty much like awful. But it might taste pretty good. Even though I said it probably will taste awful, it will, it will probably be likely not to taste good but it could i uh drew a picture i have it here with the labels and stuff to uh keep me memorized and my dad's going to put this on facebook oh and my name is william
2: all right william william thank you for calling in this sounds great We're going right to my heart sourdough bread that's what's up neil
1: yeah, I think that's uh probably our first our first sourdough that we have here today. But uh yeah, William, uh this is this is massive. This coming off the last call where we kept things simple, this is not that. This is this is the opposite, Brian. We've we've gone to the other side of the spectrum here.
2: Okay, and this is this is um th- this is the Taste Bud Awaker. Okay, yes. I figure I found this I found dad's dad did post this um now it's all coming together I'm looking at the picture this is an epic picture great mm-hmm. labeling mm-hmm. um great circles around each word to then show what each like <laughs> layer of things are going on and um it's great I'm happy William called in this is this is gonna be um this is an epic sandwich and it's epic because. Williams saying you can't make it at home, so you have to save up your money and rent out a commercial kitchen to make this happen. So it's, it's real. the
1: only way. It's the only way to do it. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll link to this photo in the show notes as well. You got to be able to see this. It really helps the diagram. It's it's a great photo of sort of. It really breaks down all the layers and separates them to really kind of show you what's going on there. And boy, we got a donut. Uh, pancake and a cookie on here that's and then cheese it's on the bottom don't forget cheese it's yeah
2: the um, cheese it's cheese it first of all i was listening to this i'm like okay this sounds good but then what that's what really that's what really like hooked me in cheese it's mm-hmm. on there man everybody likes the crunch on their sandwich i didn't
1: that's right i didn't
2: do this am i missing something in my whole life
1: like i never really did it either i didn't want to do that but i think it must be great because so so many people say it is Man, Cheez-Its are so good, aren't they? I love crackers so much. Oh, I love them. But and William, William did uh, what you said. You just used to do, right? Just throw it in the microwave, just yeah. melt it all together. <laughs> my favorite. Is when he says. It just like all, you know, <laughs> it all just melds together or whatever, right? And yeah, he was, he was, he was conflicted. He, he at first thought it would taste awful, but then it might actually be good. He's going back and forth on this. Uh, kind of seems like this is not a sandwich that William has had the opportunity to try yet. It's still in his brain it's still um you know it's still in the conceptual stage right now um but i think it's ready you know i i I think you know it sounds wonderful and you just got to gather those ingredients and make it for real um william we give you our blessing to do this obviously be careful with the with the heat on that microwave but we gotta we gotta try it we gotta know right we can't be wishy-washy here we can't wonder if it's good or not we have to actually try it and, and i think we should someday
2: William, let's make it. Okay, sourdough bread. Neil, we had a day off in the San Francisco Bay Area. Ooh. We went down to the pier. We did we like I don't remember, did we drive down Lombard Street or did we just look at it? You we know the just, the windy one? We just looked at it, but it was a nice day. This was is this also the day we went to Alcatraz? Oh yeah, we went to Alcatraz. There was some buzz because um J.J. Abrams was coming off Lost and was making his next show. And I think it was based in Alcatraz or something. Oh, yeah. It got canceled really fast. But they were, like, scouting there. So we're like, is J.J. Abrams here or something? But we (laughs) went to the pier. We checked out the sea lions. And I did a touristy thing. I walked right in one of those shops with the clam chowder thing. And I said, can I have that? piece of bread, the big whole bread of sourdough. And they're like, "Okay, yeah, we'll cut it up and get you some some uh, clam chowder." I was like, "Nope, just give me the whole thing of sourdough." And I ate the whole I ate the whole loaf right there on the pier. It was it was joyous. So, sometimes
1: you got to eat a loaf. Sourdough's great, and uh, San Francisco is a good place to get it. Loaf sure. it
2: up. Thanks William for calling. That was so awesome.
5: Hi, this is Ashley from New York City, and the sandwich that I highly recommend that I think I invented is called the Dunkaroo. Now, if you're a 90s kid, you love Dunkaroos, you know about Dunkaroos. Um, If you're younger than 30, you might not know what Dunkaroo is because they've been discontinued, unfortunately. So me and my quest to have Dunkaroos, I came up with a sandwich type thing that sort of mimics or recreates the taste of a Dunkaroo. You take two regular graham crackers, honey-flavored graham crackers. And between the graham crackers, you put a layer, now depending on the frosting you like, you put a layer of cake frosting. So like Pillsbury vanilla frosting. That's the one I like. So I do the vanilla Pillsbury frosting. And in there you can do chocolate chips because that's sort of just, you know, an added bonus, an added crunch to the sandwich. You put chocolate chips. You put chocolate sauce. You put chocolate. You put anything you would want with a dunkaroo, which is the cookie that dunks into the frosting, Except so you eat it like a sandwich. Problem solved. All right, have a great day. Love your guys' work.
2: Oh man, this! Heck yeah. Oh, this sounds this sounds like a must right now.
1: You know, it's an overload of chocolate and sweetness here now, Brian. Uh, Dunkaroos. Did did you enjoy a dunkaroo growing up? Uh, you know, as a snack. I knew what they were, and did
2: my parents buy novelty-expensive <laughs> snacks? No, they did not. So, <laughs> and I don't think Dunkaroos are so hot in the streets. I think we could barely get my parents to, like, can you get us fruit by the foot? Please, fruit by the foot, yeah. fruit by the foot. And Dunkaroos, we just never did it. So is a Dunkaroo basically like a frosted animal cracker, but, like, to the extreme?
1: Yeah, you just do the frosting yourself. I would say it's oh, more Oh,
2: I see, I see, I see. I see. It's like it a like cheese cracker separate. thing,
1: right? Exactly. It's like it's like those cheese crackers. I forget what you would call those, right? Like the where you'd have the little the little uh, oh, Handy Snack is what it would be. Okay. Yeah, so I feel like Dunkaroos is like a spin-off of a Handy Snack, which is a little package with like four like uh, crackers in there, and then a little separate pot of cheese, like spreadable cheese, and they give you this little plastic red stick that's like an inch long, and then you would use it to spread the cheese on there, and I feel like Dunkaroos is the same sort of packaging, only to have crackers, you get like a little cookie, uh, like a little graham cracker cookie, like Ashley's saying, and then in the little pod, it's not cheese, it's it's uh, it's uh like frosting or whatever, and I don't think they had a stick for that, you just dunked it, like it said. So, Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Maybe they were trying, there was already more plastic than food mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. they were even if you could call all this stuff food, you would just um, they were like, you know let's do let's not do the stick let's let's put it in the name. They gotta dunk yeah. it out.
1: Yeah, so Ashley's, you know, created a, you know, a version of a Dunkaroo that's like a sandwich. It sounds, you know, very much like oh. a s'more, too, right? This is kind of bringing up an interesting thing, like, is a s'more a sandwich? I've never really heard that debate before. It's a
2: dessert sandwich, totally.
1: Yeah, I think it, I think you had have to say it is. I mean, it definitely takes the shape, and, you know, it has, you know, two kind of solid pieces for the outside with uh, some ingredients on the inside. So it's doing the sandwich thing of, like, you know, holding the ingredients in the middle. So uh, it's pretty much much a sandwich so this is yeah kind of uh kind of adjacent to that as well you know it's very frosting. much uh yeah oh, the frosting, frosting in there right. especially if you if you so choose to add the the chocolate chips or the chocolate sauce or whatever it's getting kind of close to yeah like a s'more type of uh, thing which i love s'mores i whenever i go to brian's house and we have a fire in the backyard i request uh the s'mores because i like that and i just like graham crackers a lot too i'll just eat graham crackers so graham yes.
2: crackers i mean this is what this podcast is revealing to everyone listening mm-hmm. is that I like to eat food, and I like to eat it in mass quantities. Mm-hmm. I don't just eat a. I don't eat a graham cracker. I would like. Can you please give me the sleeve of graham crackers? Oh,
1: so tasty! Right. Come with the sleeve. Give me that whole thing.
2: Give me the whole thing, Ashley. Yeah.
1: Great sandwich. You accomplished it. Good job. Onward. One more call.
2: Hello.
4: My name is Evan, and I I'm ten, and from Connecticut. And I have a great sandwich. It we call it the nine-year-old dream, with chicken nuggets, chicken tenders—I mean, mac and cheese, bacon, sausage—let's catch up on it on our burger bread. Please invent this. Thank you.
1: <laughs> please invent this. You just did, Evan. You did the inventing. Okay. Wait,
2: did he say please invest in this, I or, think or he he said, invent please invent it? Because he maybe said, he's in-
1: looking for investors and he's
2: shopping his product here.
1: I think, yeah. At first, I thought it was invest, but now I think it's invent this. But you know, because that was in the prompt. You know, what would you invent? So I mean, I feel like you just did. But also as a call to investors out there. All right, you heard it. You heard the pitch. Um, if you have uh, some some money laying around and you want to get into the sandwich business. Evan has an idea for kids. I feel like it's called the nine-year-old dream. Um, so it's it, it's really something that is is pitched towards his age group. Um, also, he made sure to say um, he's that 10. he wants he's ten. Yes, and um, make sure it's not chicken nuggets. It has to be chicken tenders. He 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 flubbed up there and he said chicken nuggets, but no 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 chicken tenders, Brian. Make sure because that's it's going to hold together better. I think you know it's going to be you got to bite that off. You know, whereas if it was chicken nuggets, you get like a whole big nugget potentially on on like a small bite so i really like that he uh subbed that for chicken tenders
2: neil is there something that i'm missing from the east coast that next time we're gonna have to try is it i i would assume he was gonna say a bun but he said burger bread burger bread i want to track down what burger bread is because i want it because it probably has like sesame seeds and like pickles on it and stuff like that
1: yeah, or maybe he means like um there is no bread and instead is two burger patties as <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean yeah. yeah I don't know. It could be either way here.
2: Okay, Neil, chicken tenders, you're gonna order some. They say, Hey, would you like three or five? And you would do you say, Hey, that sounds great, or do you say, That's not
1: enough? Where's the ten? Where's the twenty? <sighs> I mean, yeah, a tender, I, I think it's a little bit bigger. So, you know, with the nugget, yeah, I am going to need 10 to 20. With the tender, though, those could be pretty big, the tendy. So I, I'm good with five. I'm good with four. I don't need that much chicken. You know, it's it's going to be okay, especially because I've probably going to be a side of fries. there's probably going to be something else going on there. So I think I'm pretty good with just that amount of tender.
2: I, yeah, I, I'm trying to get better at being okay with that. So mm-hmm, that's good. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. there's a lot of options here for Evan. Evan, um, we will invest, and um,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. but
2: uh, why don't you make this? Why don't you send us a little picture? Um, I just want to make sure we know it. We're on the same page with Burger Bread. So mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's really the sticking point here. We got to make sure that that uh, you know that we can actually do the Burger Bread exactly how you want it to be. We're, we're not sure if we understand it fully. I should. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna make some of these. I'm, I'm gonna go
2: for it. Yeah. This is good. Yeah. Good inventions. I'm. Um, oh. Neil, I'm proud of uh, I'm proud of our listeners this week okay we haven't Me done a uh, makeup like this thing since the first episode in which mm-hmm. we kind of like told before we launched we made all our friends call in and they invented some stuff but we threw it out we said let's try this again and uh, people came back big we had a lot of callers this week okay? A lot of. We calling. really
1: did. We had a lot. Appreciate everybody for calling in. Some of you made it, and listen, we got we got. all oh, the show is already too long. Okay, we can't do them all, but we appreciate everybody calling in. People who didn't make the show, we got Evelyn, Audrey, Sophia, Ben. Kristen, Celeste, Dahlia, Annabelle, and George, appreciate you calling in. We listen to all the calls, and um, if you call in, we'll say your name at least like right here. So, yeah, I, I like how many like, kids we had this time around and some really good ideas and some things that you know I think are going to give other people ideas for their future sandwiches, some inspiration, I think.
2: Yeah, Lars and the Dunkaroos and the Evan with the sandwich and the, the epic one from William, just some greats here, some true greats. What Absolutely. do we have, Neil? What do we have? Um, did we? I, we probably should have figured this out before uh-huh. we started this episode. What? What did we? What's our next question for next week?
1: Well, I think uh, I think we should do an episode about uh, live music, Brian. We we oh. uh, we do shows, so we're going to be doing some shows here coming up, and uh, we want to know about uh, about your experience. Doing shows, seeing shows, concerts, whatever you might call it. So for the next episode in two weeks, uh, we want to know uh, what was your first live show or concert and what do you remember about it? So, you know, this could be something that maybe you were a little kid and it was like a family show or maybe you got to go to like see like U2 in some big stadium or maybe it was just something like, oh, yeah, my uh, I don't know. I guess I would like I'd like something like that, like a bigger thing like that rather than, yeah, my brother played the trumpet and I went to see him play in his fifth grade concert band. Like, why? If that's what it is, that's going to be funny. If that's what it is. And if you got a story about that, that's fine. You know, I'm just saying. Uh, We're thinking more kind of a big show, you know, kind of experiencing a, uh, you know, something, a big live, uh, you know, concert, big, big band, who knows. But obviously it can be whatever you want. And uh, especially if you have a good story to go with it, that's uh, that's really kind of what we're going here. What do you remember about it, right? Like think back to you know if it uh, if something really wowed you, or if you if the first time you were in an arena or at a you know festival or whatever it might have been. There's so many different ways this could go, but we're just excited to hear kind of what the the first live show that uh, our listeners experienced, and and we'll tell we'll talk about ours as well. I got to think back, and let's say it wasn't your first show; it was your third show, but that was the fun
2: one. You know what? You should lie and say it was mm-hmm. your first one. One of the first. One of the one first. One of the first. Yeah, okay, call like in. What, our pod number, the call in number. Neil, let's
1: hear it. The number 612-424-0036. That's the number. Type it in your phone. You can leave us a voicemail. And maybe, just maybe, you'll be on the next episode of Banter Buddies. Save we'll it see. in your phone. Yeah, I and mean, then just save it under Banter Buddies or save it under Cuckoo. And then you can always call us every other week because we're gonna keep doing this podcast all right that's cool thank you cuckoo voicemail callers uh, we're gonna close up uh, close up the voicemail box right here it's a physical box that we open up obviously and um, now let's move on to recommendations all right we have uh, we have things we want to tell you about. Things we like that you might uh, be interested in. And that's what we do here on Recommendations. Brian, I really want you to go first. I have no idea what you're going to say here. What What do you got? What are you bringing to the people today? Neil, we're talking about sauce. Okay? Sauce.
2: I can't remember who who said it earlier. Somebody was talking about barbecue sauce, putting barbecue uh, yep. sauce. Yep. Talking about mixing barbecue sauce maybe with mustard. That's probably Diego was talking about that. Freaky. But... Um, I like to try lots of new sauces. I'm always, I'm always grabbing something new when I'm down the sauce aisle, something to try. Okay, and uh, we came upon it's called Noble Made sauces by the new Primal. So now we first got into this. Uh, my wife Liz likes to do the. She likes the buffalo sauce. I was trying to think of the name of it. That spicy buffalo sauce. Puts it on her salads. Puts it on everything. And so I was like, okay, this Noble Made, I like it. We got into it, you know. It's Whole30 approved. It's gluten free, and um, I saw it in the aisle. I like it, it. Has like an owl. There's like a purple owl. There's like a blue owl. <laughs> Look so for I the owl. Went for the owl. Noble Made. I got the classic barbecue sauce. Um, it's just got a good flavor. It does for the vegetarians. You know, you might. It is infused with b- bone broth. Okay, you might. Uh, you might stay away from it if you're true veg, but. Uh, But I uh, like it. I tried the smoky. That's the purple owl. I didn't like the fake smoky flavor, but I'm digging this barbecue sauce. It's good. Now you, it's not the barbecue sauce that you like. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's the one you came over for dinner and we had a barbecue sauce that you commented on? I was like, "Whoa, this must be good." Yeah, it was really
1: good. And then we had it for the cookout too in your backyard for our slow clap celebration. But. Man, yeah, that was some good stuff. Uh, that I was think that's kinda... like
2: a wood something, wood, okay. woodland or woodford whatever sauce. Just but... a
1: nice, you know, simple, kind of sweet barbecue sauce is, is what that one was. But you're saying here that the Noble Maid, that is like the brand of sauce. Um, noble they... Maid Classic Barbecue Sauce is the one that's in
2: the fridge this week that I'm digging Got it. on. Oh, that I'm always great. down to try sauces all over the place. I'm down with the sauce. So and, that's what I have, recommendation. Check out the Blue now. Owl.
1: Even hot sauce. You've been converted to the hot sauce game, as we, I think we've talked about here. And we did with our you know, hot sauce single. We did a tasting and uh, we found those to not be as scary and uh, devastating as we thought. And now Brian has a whole shelf of hot sauces that he has to finish before he can uh, buy some new ones.
2: It's not fair, Neil. I keep getting gifted hot sauces, <laughs> little hot sauces, because they're these little cute little $5 the, bottles. Yeah, was like, oh, I'll get yeah. one
1: for Brian. But it's like, no, we,
2: have made, we bought so much hot sauce and you bought all these giant bottles. You didn't get the little ones for the hot mm-hmm. sauce taste testing. And I told myself, <laughs> I will not open any new bottles until I finish what's in the fridge and they're piling up, Neil. It's oh,
1: overwhelming. You just got to start putting it on stuff that it doesn't belong on to get rid of it or just, you know, having a little sip, have like a shot of hot sauce every now and then. Just every to, morning, just, yeah. just to finish the bottle, just to keep you right. Yeah, that's the way to go.
2: <laughs> what you got, Neil? What do you have for recommendations? All right.
1: I should have thought something like you did. I should have kept it on theme, but that's not always how it works. No, this, it doesn't always. It, this I'm was a happenstance. Sandwich.
2: It was on the table when I walked down here, so.
1: Nice. Yes. Well, you know, as we've been talking about, as we brought up on the last episode of Banter Buddies, we have a new album. It's called Slow Clap. Maybe you've heard of it. We got videos. We got songs. It's all happening. Um, It came out uh, a few weeks ago, and I feel like we've maybe spoken about this gentleman, but I want to officially recommend this person. Uh, His name is Laserbeak. And he's a producer. He made all the beats to all the uh, songs on our new album. And uh, he lives here in the Twin Cities where we live. He's part of a group called Doomtree that we really love. And uh, he is uh, also a solo artist as well, okay? So not only does he make beats for other people to use and to rap on and sing over and stuff like that, he makes um, albums that uh, he just puts out under the name Laserbeak, and uh, people need to know about it. I mean, overall, I'm just recommending his whole body of work, okay? Go check out um, some Doomtree records, POS records, stuff like that, where he has done the beats. We love all those, but then also some more recent stuff. He is putting out uh, instrumental music. Um, he has a series of albums, uh, three albums named after his three kids. And, um, you know, two of them, two of them are out now and one's coming soon. I believe that's the case. And um, uh, the, so he's kind of done one each of the last three years. Neil, and, he made um, the first Lizzo
2: record. Come on, that's that should be top oof, on there.
1: Yeah, go check out Lizzo Bangers. He did that one. Um, but yeah, I've really been um, enjoying uh, the Laser Beak solo stuff as well. Um, you know, there's there's a couple different records. Uh, the uh, Penelope and Luther are the ones uh, I believe you can check out right now. Luther is more of kind of a down-tempo, uh, more relaxing. I believe, uh, Brian, you said uh, it's a good yoga record, right? Uh, we're going that w- with that one. And then Penelope is a more recent one. It's a little more upbeat, a little more sunny, a little more, uh, you know, it's got a little more maybe hip-hop. And electronic music influence in there Maybe more a little melodic and so I've been uh, listening to Penelope a little bit, and, and again, hey, he, he helped us out with the record, and uh, we want you to know about Laserbeak, and uh, there's lots of different ways to go. Whether you're into hip hop, and you know, like we said, Lizzo and Doomtree and stuff like that, he's got that for you. Or if you're, uh, you know, just trying to have a quiet morning with your coffee, you can put on a different uh, Laserbeak album, right, and experience it. So go dig into it on your streaming service of choice, and uh, see, enjoy the world of Laserbeak. He's a great guy, and he makes great music. So I want to officially recommend him here on the show boom we love you beak all right uh those are recommendations let's get to the game And uh, unlike my recommendation, this game is themed to the show topic, Brian. I have, uh, I have some trivia about sandwiches. I have uh, pulled together four questions, and uh, we're going to quiz you, quiz the listeners, um, and see how much you know about uh, sandwiches. We've got four questions. Each of them is multiple choice. Are you ready for question one? I'm so ready. All right, here we go. How many sandwiches do Americans eat daily? All right, here are the here are the options. 100 million, 300 million, 500 million or 1 billion sandwiches. Every day on average, how many sandwiches do Americans eat, Brian? Which one of those do you think it is? I'm going 500 million. 500 million sandwiches a day is incorrect, I'm sorry, Brian. The answer is 300 million. Oh, close. Could have gone Very one close Yes um, uh, so that is this is notable because it is uh, you know just about the population of the United States there are there are about 330 million people that live in the United States and on average about 300 sandwiches <laughs> so basically every there's enough sandwiches to have every person in the states eat one uh, so that's a lot Sandwiches are a big deal. Um, Quiznos, right, question, Quiznos is rocking it. Quiznos, feeding, yeah, they're, they're they're feeding feeding the world, feeding the states. Um, all right, what are those number, little
2: Quiznos like beasts that were in those hey, Quiznos subs? Like they were like little like had Little fuzz puppets or something.
1: Yeah, let's go with fuzz puppets. I feel like that's an apt uh, you know descriptor for them. They all right, cool. uh, question two: The fourth Earl of Sandwich, A.K.A. John Montague is credited with creating the sandwich. Right? Uh, his name is John Montague, and Sandwich is a place, and he was the Earl of Sandwich, and apparently he created the, the first sandwich. Um, subsequently, a series of islands was also named after him. Um, all right So there was a series of islands called the Sandwich Islands. Uh, what do we call these islands now? Is it the Caribbean, Fiji, the Emerald Isles, or Hawaii?
2: I know this. The Sandwich Isles. You probably told me when we were in a
1: museum someday. (laughs) That's right. The Caribbean, Fiji, the Emerald Isles, or Hawaii. Which one of those was formerly called the Sandwich Isles? I'm going to say Hawaii. You got it. Nice work. Ding, ding, ding. Hawaii, formerly called the Sandwich Isles. John Montague must have been a big deal. Created a sandwich, and then they named a bunch of islands after him. Whoa. So, uh, yeah, the Earl of Sandwich. And fun fact Earl of Sandwich is actually a sandwich chain. There's one at downtown Disney. I, think, I don't know if it's only in the California area. Oh, we ate there one night. It was yeah, only in those yeah. open at the end. That's right. That's right. So, Earl Sandwich is a place you can go get a sandwich. It's uh, named after the guy who made the sandwiches. <laughs> that's, cool.
2: that's cool. I was waiting
1: for everybody. It was so
2: late. I was waiting for everybody to be really grumpy in there. Yes. And. Um, <laughs> No, everybody was really nice. end of the day, I was like, what's going on, you guys? You guys have a team meeting or something like that? This is
1: great. Yeah, they're stoked. All right, nice work. You got that one. Question number three, what is the most popular sandwich in America? I don't know who's uh, who's telling me this, but I Googled sandwich trivia, and this is one of them. So uh, here are your choices for the most popular sandwich in America. Is it ham, BLT, PB&J, or grilled cheese? What's the single most popular sandwich oh in America? Ham, BLT, PB&J, or grilled cheese?
2: Wow, this uh,
1: These are all big ones. These are all those are the those are the big the big boys right of there. Of all the
2: questions in the world, this might be one of the most difficult questions ever. <laughs> I think I'm even though it's my
1: least favorite sandwich, I'm going to say BLT. Brian, that's incorrect. It's actually your most favorite sandwich. You said it earlier. It's the ham sandwich.
2: Ham. I guess it it's more classic. You classic. just love ham
1: sandwich, and I was like, oh, this one's coming up. I wonder if you'll get it. The ham sandwich. Yeah, just keep it simple, right? We don't need any of this wildness on here. We don't need to grill it. Ham sandwich. You don't need to. You don't need to. Yeah, no heat required. Just get those two pieces of bread. Put the ham in the middle. You got yourself a sandwich. Apparently. Well, and put mustard on it. I mean, put. Yeah, mustard. I would like to, I would like to think there'd be some mustard or something else on there maybe, but Of course. Yeah. Yes. Ham is a big deal, I guess. All right, last question here. The world record for peanut butter and jellies eaten in 1 minute is held by a competitive eater named Patrick Bertoli. How many sandwiches did he eat in 60 seconds? 4, 6, 13, or 21?
2: No, it's definitely got to be 21. 21. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, Brian. It was only six. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> I kind of threw you off by going high on that one. Well, 60 no, seconds, I, I guess I think about, like, uh, every 10 seconds we've, and um, peanut butter and jelly is hard ch- to eat.
2: I've chatted with Mr. Dunlow before. Hunter Dunlow, he he used to be a competitive eater. What? And he would go up against people, and he, would, he did the hot dog thing. And it's all about, like, training, like, the, how to get so many down. Like, you have to, like basically like dunk the water and use the bread as like a vehicle
1: to go down so i was thinking more
2: hot dogs but a sandwich is a totally different game you know what i mean that's pretty it's
1: it's bigger and again that peanut that peanut butter is going to stick in there it was on our first call right you needed the you needed the grapes to kind of help it go down a little bit that's hard you know i mean i feel like the hot dog even though the bread's kind of thick you can get those down quick it doesn't like stick in your mouth like a peanut butter does so i think that's a little bit tougher but yes one every ten seconds. That's that's still pretty good. Time that's, six, really good. So. that's really good. That's really good. that's insane. So there you go. That's our uh, that's our game for the day. Hopefully, Neil, uh, thanks for putting that home. together. So yeah, that was fun. You gotta have uh, you gotta learn about sandwiches sometimes, everybody. Um, all right, one more one more segment here. What is new with Koo? Oh my gosh, so much is new, Brian. Two weeks ago, we put out the new album, Slow Clap. How many Two times weeks? Can we say it. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a few weeks, or I guess it was right before our last show. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been a, it's been two weeks since we put out slow clap. Go check it out. But uh, what else do we have, Brian, to talk about uh, since slow clap? Let's see has what been we released? put out.
2: We uh, backyard swimsuit dance along, made by Corey of Super Fun Yeah Yeah Rocket Ship band, yes. we've toured with a lot friend oh from St. Louis, Missouri.
1: Yeah, hopefully you like it. We try and um, have different people kind of work on the, you know, the green screen uh, elements, the, the editing, the 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 graphics, if you will, of our dance along videos. And Corey has has uh, you know he's made lots of videos like this for his band, um, but we've never worked with them on one of ours, and so um, it's cool to spread it around and have some different looks on it. So uh, we hope uh, hope you enjoy it, and hopefully it stands out a little bit. Backyard swimsuit dance along. We're just dancing on the slip and slide. That's that's how that's how we roll slipping and sliding
2: and uh, you know we probably should have thought but everybody's wearing sweatshirts in the video you know we didn't really want to get into the swimsuit game too hardcore because background swimsuits just whatever you want it to be you know
1: at so time. and we filmed it in January. So whatever. Yeah, it, was, it was chilly. It was chilly in there. We had to, <laughs> to do that. Um, but yeah, also new with Kool, we have uh, we got some shows that are happening this summer. Brian, we are we are back to playing live shows. We played the school um, sort of recently, so we have played in front of people for the first time in over a year. Played That's in Minnesota. Cool. It was nice. Yeah, Minneapolis we did a show in Minnesota. So we have a whole bunch of shows um, coming up, mostly around the Midwest area here this summer in July and August. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll have some more in the fall. There's some others that will be announced in time. Um, So, yeah, if you're in any of these areas, go to our uh, go to com to check out the spots. We're playing in South Dakota, playing in Vegas, you know, playing in North Dakota, Ohio, um, Ely, Grand Forks. So mostly Midwest stuff, but we'll have more um, coming out soon. So shows are happening, folks. That's something we haven't been able to say for a long time.
2: Shows are happening. So these are shows, festivals library parties block parties things like that where uh people ask us to come play so um they kind of are spotty kind of all around the country but we will we're working on a tour for early 2022 where we'll hit america and then other countries then we'll follow but um, then we'll hit we'll hit more spots. So just if you if you want us to come to your specific city, you don't have to comment under under every
1: show saying please come to Albuquerque. <laughs> That's right. We're working on it. Working we'll on get around. It. We'll get around. But uh, Neil, yes. what do you? Uh,
2: oh yeah, yeah. What are you working on for uh, the threads? What are you working on for merchy merch? Neil, we want some yeah. new stuff.
1: Absolutely, we had the the pre order exclusive merch for Slow Clap, but uh, that's all gone now. So we got to have some we got some new merch, and uh, we have some summertime. We have a summertime line of merch. That will be coming your way shortly. So just kind of been working on that. You know, that's not ready to announce, but um, you know, guess what? You're you're here, you're on the inside if you listen to banter buddies. You get uh you get tipped off to maybe some things that are coming soon. And so, yes, we have some we have some new merch. We have you know, we have some shirts and some things you might expect, but we also have a number of other items that I think will surprise you. So uh get ready for that. We're branching out into some different items that we've never done before, summertime related, and uh that'll be fun. So uh hopefully uh the next few weeks. You'll be seeing some of that. Seeing it! Neil, you do a good job
2: designing all the merch.
1: You know. Thanks. Thank you so much. It's fun to, fun to make it. Yep, I help design it, and then Brian puts it all into production. He uh, he gets it all lined up and uh, makes sure that uh, everyone has all the right things and gets the quantities down, gets our numbers all right, and then places the order and then stores all the merch at his house. That's really the most important thing, Brian. You you just Ew, accept don't you tell accept that, that if somebody the wants shipments. two
2: thousand Cuckoo Kangaroo sizes from. <laughs> 12 months to triple XL and they want a lot of them they might they might come raid my house don't tell everybody
1: yeah. that all right all right well I'll leave your address out of this one maybe next time um all right that does it for the show and new with Coup, everybody appreciate you listening to banter buddies we are we are rolling on we are we are, we're almost we're almost to episode 20 I can't believe it Brian we're on our way actually next time's 15 so I, I think I think uh, it's gonna be a celebration when we get to 20 I don't know what's gonna happen but it's probably going to be a party in here So we appreciate everybody listening, telling their friends, calling in. Oh, my gosh. We had a record number of calls this time. So that can only mean one thing, that that we're an enormous podcast. We're growing very quickly. That's the (laughs) only thing I could think of.
2: Just wait, you guys. We're going to get ads soon, and they're going to be the worst ads ever.
1: Yeah, they're going to come out of nowhere and surprise you, and they're going to be really loud, and you're going to have to turn down your stuff, the the fun kind of ads. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll be back in two weeks with another show. It's about live music, so uh, give us a call at 612-424-0036 and let us know what was your first live show or concert and what do you remember about it. Tell us a cool story, and uh, you'll probably make it on the podcast. What else do we need to say, Brian? Any other parting words before we sign off for this episode of Banter Buddies?
2: Thanks to Z for making our theme song, Neil Z. yep, He's always putting a single out about every month. He put a Beatles cover out. It's kind of wow. different and cool. And thanks to Wampa Stompa for making all our show art different for every episode. That's cool. Wampa listens to the whole episode and then makes the art. It's not just like, hey, can you just make some stuff when we tell them. Just, that's cool. And Wampa has a new set of NFTs up on, Wamp, on the Wampa Stompa site. Just... Follow him on Instagram, and you can find all his NFT stuff. And uh,
1: they're cool little, fun little collectible pieces, and they're reasonably priced. That's right. Go check out Wampa Stompa. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode. We'll see you in two weeks. Brian, good to speak to you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye, Neil.